0: Now, The Sipping Point with Lori Forster, the wine coach, certified sommelier, corporate entertainer, and wife to a world-class chef, Lori is literally pouring the fun back into wine.
1: Meet some of the most interesting people in the world of food, wine, and
0: spirits as she uncorks the recipe for a delicious life. This is Lori Forster, The Wine Coach, and I'm so excited for this episode of The Sipping Point because I have one of my very favorite guests of all time, Susanna Seiger, here with me. Hi, Lori. Hi. She's the owner and founder of a store called Ma Petite Shoe that has the two most important things that every lady should have, great chocolate and great shoes. So I just love that combination. And now she's expanded and actually has a creperie adjacent to her shop where they make amazing crepes that incorporate the chocolates, as I understand, and all kinds of other treats. But I thought since we're almost here at Valentine's Day, what better time to have Susanna join us to talk about chocolate, not those crazy boxes of chocolate you get at the grocery store, but really good uh, artisanal gourmet chocolate that us ladies are hoping you guys are going to buy. And there's something for everyone. Susanna, thank you for joining us.
1: This is such a treat, Lori. I'm so glad I, I could I could do it amidst all the, the shoppers, the men and the ladies we're in today, and everyone always has a ton of questions because the chocolate world has just exploded over the past five years. I would say, and every time we go to approach um, the you know the new chocolatiers, you know they're they're doing some crazy things, and I think it's. It's almost getting to the point where you need a sommelier for chocolate um, because right.
0: just, people have so many questions. Right. You know, it it just it it has gotten like chocolate. I mean, coffee is like this too, right? With the single origins and the different beans and the different ways it's grown. In chocolate, not only do you have the base, but you also have. Other things incorporated, we're going to see like fruit and uh, pine and saffron herb. Uh, So you do have to know a lot about the culinary world in addition to just chocolate.
1: Yeah, people are going into these strange directions. I think you want to, did you want to talk
0: about the um, the saffron one first? So- yes. Yeah, so, so, okay, everybody that's watching, this is really exciting. Uh, Susanna sent me all kinds of amazing chocolate that I have here, the same thing she has in the shop. And I picked out some ideas that I have for great pairings. This is the first time I'm going to try these pairings. So we're going to see how I did. But most importantly the first place we got to start is learning about the chocolate and then I'll tell you a little bit about the wines that I picked out so let's start with that saffron bar tell me a little bit more about this one this is saffron and chili pepper and it
1: really builds on the heat so you chocolate is so nice to pair with spicy Herbs and and spices because it tends to melt to your body temperature. So you, the first thing you want to do is bite the chocolate and as I and and as we've learned together, you don't chew it, but you just let it melt on your palate. And it's the equivalent, I guess, of kind of swirling the wine and just mm-hmm. getting it, getting it really nice and melted. And that kind of coats your tongue a little bit. So then the flavors tend to build later. So you get the. The tang of the saffron and then the chili pepper, the heat is going to come to the back. Mm-hmm. Getting that, that now. Want a sip of wine fairly soon mm-hmm. <laughs> as it starts to get spicier and spicier. But this is um, a wonderful, very small tasting bar from two friends. And they are literally two friends that opened this just chocolate company. Really unusual things. They also do a wasabi and lemongrass. Oh. Um, and um, we have a number of their bars here in the shop. And they also do aromatics like uh, lavender and um, lemon. So that's the other thing that we want to talk about today. So not only we are, are going in the spicy direction, but into um, very interesting um, floral fragrances and things that you wouldn't necessarily... Hair with chocolate, and you know, the first thing to know about buying chocolate for other people, of course, is to know whether they'd like uh, dark or milk chocolate. And so, you it's almost an insult at this point in time if you get someone the wrong bar on the spectrum of dark and milk. It's like, oh, oh yeah. honey, didn't you know? Didn't yes. you know my ring size? Didn't mm-hmm. you know that I love. Pink roses, not red roses. So you really want to kind of snoop around and and um, delicately find out um, what what your um, recipient might want on the on the um, spectrum of percentage. So you're going to want for a dark chocolate, you're going to want probably a seventy percent cacao and above. Okay, and, and for deep milk chocolate, that's around forty five percent to 60 you go deep that way and um the lighter milk chocolates are below 45 percent so
0: um now now with this saffron from it's from two friends you said is the name of the company called two friends yeah they're so cute remind Um, me where they're based out
1: of you know what i think that they are actually on we do a lot on um from the west coast okay and I think that they are from California. Now, the, there's is, a lot of experimentation. Um, this is white chocolate
0: with also some dark chocolate drizzled on the top.
1: It is a white chocolate, and that's and it. It's kind of saffron. I think they did. They chose that to so the saffron because it's so delicate, which come through. through. So they, I think they're actually from Ontario. I am mistaken. I think
0: mm. they
1: have French on the on the bar as well. So that's a, usually a um, an indicator. So yeah, our We're Canadian safe. friends, I love it. This is a French influence company. Um, so well, you're, you're going to have a high cacao content in any of the French inspired chocolate. Also, even if it's even if it's um, a white chocolate, the the cocoa butter content is going to be higher and have that really nice rich. mouth feel, rich mouthfeel. So um, definitely look for a, if you if you like white chocolate, go for a European. Um, influence company. And we have one here actually in the Baltimore area. They're called Cacao Lorenzo and their white chocolate is just phenomenal out of this world.
0: Ah, and you know, we should orient because people are going to be watching this all over the country. Of course, lots of Marylanders are on my uh, subscriber list, but you're actually in this hip cool neighborhood in the city of Baltimore called Hamden. If you haven't been there and you're visiting Baltimore, it's not the right, the, you know, in the center city downtown. It's just a hop and a skip away, but it has got all the cool shops and restaurants and fun artistic people like yourself. I mean, how do you describe Hamden? Well, believe it or not, we've been getting a lot of notoriety. Recently, we were
1: chosen by Redfin as one of the top hottest neighborhoods in the entire country. Ooh. So we've, been getting, we've been getting some serious props recently from I love National. it. I think we've been on Forbes list for hipster neighborhood and that type of thing. But there are a lot of entrepreneurs and there are a lot of people opening. We have an um, artisanal ice cream store here now called The Charmery. Yes,
0: I've had them on the show.
1: There's, yeah, a lot of indie... Um, young people who find support here in this community for whatever crazy idea that they have that they want to start. So I love it's really that. Fun. It's really all the time. I have young chocolatiers that come into the shop to, and th- And some of them over the years have really become, you know, quite prominent. So that's really fun to see. A young person just thrive like that, you know. Right, right. And we're always like, Yes, you need to do a salted one. Yes, you need to do you need to do a peanut butter one. So it's
0: fun. That's great. And uh, so one of the things I wanted to talk about, you talked about the saffron with the chili. And so we've got the white chocolate um, with saffron, but also I knew there was a little heat. So let me tell you um, what I picked. I'm pretty happy with it. I might make one small tweak next time I pick my pairing. But uh, I had been sent a sample of this. It's the Bola Rosé Sparkling Wine. So it's a very affordable around $13. It's a blend of Pinot Noir, uh, Pinot Blanc, and Riboso, which is an Italian red grape. And it's a sparkling rosé, but it's got a tad bit of fruity sweetness to it. Uh, So saffron has a great affinity to rosé, and the sweetness, fruitiness, I thought would be a nice offset for the chili part of that chocolate. And it was a really fun wine sandwich. Now, if you've never seen me before, the wine sandwich goes like this. You try the wine, which I did right before we got on air. Then you try the chocolate, enjoy it, and go back to sipping the wine and think about how the wine changed. And so this wine ended up being so much drier on the second sip than it was on the first, because the sweetness and that spiciness just sort of toned, The wine out and made it feel like a dry rosé almost, dry sparkling rosé. So the only tweak I think I might make is even try this maybe with a rosé that has a little bit more sweetness, I think could also be really nice. And it doesn't have to be sparkling. I could see, you know, there's so many great rosés out there that are off dry or, you know, blushes that people still love their blush wines that have a little sweetness. That would be really fun. We've talked about before when we've done
1: wine, wine and chocolate pairings that it is sometimes nice to have the effervescence because yes. it sort of lifts the chocolate then off your palate. It actually sort of like pops it. It's a cleansing. We, yeah, yep. yeah. So I'm, I'm not opposed to a little bit of bubbly. I love it. I love it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. all right so that was our first pairing our first chocolate the saffron and chili pepper from two friends really delicious uh i'm not gonna let's see should i look at the calories nah it's not that bad actually <laughs> but you know valentine's day it's all yeah. calorie free right 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 <laughs> so all right this is available of course you can go to ma dot com yes and we ship all over the
1: world our chocolate, uh, especially during the the cooler months. Sometimes in the heat of the summer, it, it poses some difficulties. But um, right now, yeah, we ship
0: anywhere, anywhere you need our chocolate. Great. All right, so our first pairing, the saffron and chili with the Bola Rose Sparkling Wine. Insert whatever lovely Rose Sparkling Wine you have, but make sure it has really good fruit, maybe a little bit of sweetness and or try a still rosé with some sweetness. Uh, and then one other thing uh, I meant to say when we were talking about Hamden, so many people uh, have seen the movie Hairspray. <laughs> and, of course, you know, that's some of how they envision Baltimore, at least back in the day. But you have this festival in Hamden called HunFest, and if people really want to come experience Hamden – Tell me when and how they can experience, because in Baltimore it's a big thing to call people "han." So give us a little taste of that. So there's a contest,
1: you know, at, for Baltimore's Best Han, and it's every age group. It's an entire weekend of Han fun, and it's usually the second, it's usually Father's Day weekend. okay? So the second um, weekend in June, and it takes over the entire neighborhood. And we have another festival um, called, uh, called Hamden Fest that happens in September, and that's known, that's a little bit more on the indie side of things with indie music and a lot of um, DIY crafts people set up for that. So we have these two major festivals um, that bookend the year and um, both are fun, June and September. And um, of course, Hunfest.com, hamdenfest.com. But it's a lot of fun and you can go in and out of the shops and a lot of the restaurants will have booths outside so you can sample food and um we have wine gardens and beer gardens and oh i love
0: it <laughs> <laughs> all right well um, okay on to our next chocolate this chocolate is so interesting i've never tasted anything like it and i need. Mean, I, I mean interesting okay. in a good good way so tell me a little bit more about this this is a swiss chocolate and it has
1: pine tree oil in it So it is just kind of bizarre, you know? I mean, (laughs) app, I mean, what are we talking about? But it's delightful. And Mm -hmm. that's one of the things that I think, if you, if you are able to, you know, get a recommendation, a personal recommendation from someone in a small shop who really has met the chocolatier and can, you know, sometimes even give you a little sample if you're here in the shop. And we do Chocolate Happy Hour the first Friday of every month. So um, we just had one for, for February. And we really try to give people you know, samples of things that they've never tasted before. Um, So this is a 60% cacao. And again, the chocolatiers are very, very careful about their percentage. I talked to one um, last year and I think he came up with, you know, like 62% was his, and he said, you know, I tried every percentage along the spectrum and his particular, um, inclusion was herbs de Provence and um, salt, Ooh. and he wanted. He said, "You know, I I don't want to make. Why don't you make it darker? Why don't you make it? You know." And he said, "I tried every percentage, and I came this one balanced the best. So they're very they're very careful about their percentage, and sometimes you just have to trust them in that that they've really calculated." they're not going to go darker because then you won't be able to have the same experience of whatever their inclusion is. So this one is a 60% and I recommend it even if you're a dark chocolate snob and you only do dark <laughs> chocolate um, just because you really want the flavor to shine through it. So I'm very curious to see what your, what your, um, what your palate experiences. Would
0: experience is. you say it's a lot like um, wine blending because I see this chocolate, you know, when you're blending a wine, they're trying this percentage of Cab and this percentage of Merlot with a little bit of, uh, you know, Malbec, uh, like if we're in Bordeaux, Bordeaux, for instance, Cabernet Franc. And then they just keep mixing it up until they find the right sweet spot. So is that the same? Very much. Very much the same thing. You know, you you want... You want the different areas
1: of your tongue and your palate to be excited. Um, you want whatever the flavor is to also come through and not be overshadowed by the cacao being too dark. I think in many instances, and I've tasted a lot of chocolate in my day. And sometimes, you you know, people it's it can be hit or miss. You know, the good ones really do their research and really develop the chocolate to you know, they're not just throwing things together for the sheer shock factor. Right. You know, um, there was, you know, there have been big fads of like bacon and chocolate. And then, of course, there was, um, which, of course, we do sell. Um, but I think then that went into like beef jerky and, and chocolate, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it can go to extremes. But the ones that, that hang on are really the ones that, really just are exceptional and pop um mm-hmm. we have actually a, a firecracker bar it's called that has um pop rocks in it Ooh! and a really nice dark chocolate so if you don't have the quality chocolate you're just you're just going to have a novelty experience and right, people right. aren't going to come back for the bar but this one um by chuao is is really quite good because the chocolate is good to be right. with so, and that one's spicy and it has the
0: Pop Rocks. Interesting. Okay. I, I really, even though this is such a different f- chocolate with this pine uh, flavor, it's something I've never tasted before, but I really enjoy it. To me, it almost feels um, very herb infused. I mean, I know it's pine, but I almost think of things like rosemary. I don't know why um, when I'm mixing it with the chocolate, but my idea for the pairing, and I think I did okay. Um, I can think of a couple other things I might try now that I've tried this once. But um, my first idea was, you know, Cabernet Sauvignon um, and Merlot to a lesser extent sometimes has this sort of mint um, eucalyptus quality to it. And so I thought it might be a bridge flavor. Um, And I knew of this Cabernet and it was very good fruit to it. Um, and some chocolate undertones, which I thought would be another bridge to the chocolate. And so this is called Z Alexander Brown. It's just under $20. It's a Cabernet Sauvignon. Um, it's from California from the North coast and Z Brown is Zach Brown from the Zach Brown band. If you know anything about country music. So he, uh, is doing this as a joint venture with, um, John Killebrew, the winemaker, um, It's Uncaged, which is the name of one of his albums, and it has a big owl on the front. Very outdoorsy, kind of like our Swiss (laughs) fine chocolate. So that was my inspiration. And what was interesting about it is with the Cabernet, when I go back, it actually lifts the pine flavor even more after the sip of the wine and you go back. So it kind of even elevates that flavor in the chocolate. Uh, I think if you wanted to, um, uh, maybe contrast it a little bit more, you could even go bigger fruit, like Zinfandel, like a red Zinfandel. And that could be really fun too. But I I really enjoyed it. I, I like that herbal, uh, pine, you know, flavor in there. And I loved after I had the sip and I went back and it was like, Ooh, I'm getting even more of it. It's coming out. So I chose that
1: bar because I thought that would be a very intriguing bar to pair with.
0: Absolutely.
1: I'm glad you had had fun with it and, uh, you know, wear a little lumberjack, you know, shirt. shirt. I love it. I love it. Wine and pine, pine oil, chocolate. Wine
0: and pine. Uh, <laughs> you're starting something here. So we had our rosé sparkling from Bola. We had our Z Alexander Brown Cabernet Sauvignon. I think that was really fun. I wanted to, to definitely get a dry wine in there because so many people, I, I, there are so many great sweet wines that I think are perfect with chocolate. But so many people want to, do, to have their chocolate with their dry red wines for instance so i thought it'd be fun to to incorporate that uh, even though my third choice is a full-on dessert style wine because to me many times that is the best pairing for for chocolate but we'll have to see i'll send you a bottle of the z brown and we'll see if you agree i love that idea Awesome. So are going to do the dark cherries
1: first or yes. the, the tart one, the tart red raspberry?
0: Um, let's start with the, let's go with the tart. Why not? Okay.
1: So this is from DeBrand. And um, I thought this was such an interesting bar because what they have developed is what they call it's, it's how they form the bar. And so it's a nibble bite and chunk bar and you can actually, it's somewhat molded. See that that can, you can do just a nibble, just a bite or a big chunk of chocolate. So I thought that's really fun. If you have a wine tasting and you, you want to be able to have multiple people sharing a bar, um, it's quite indulgent. It's full of these tart red raspberries, quite full of fruit. They're just you know throughout. and
0: um, And here's the bar if you can see it. It's already kind of measured out, which is lovely. With the big piece in the middle for whoever's hosting the tasting.. <laughs> so it's almost like a crunch bar in a way
1: right with all the the raspberry in there mm. the raspberry seeds yeah and i was curious whether you were going to go fruity or more contrast so-
0: yeah so what so where i went with this and i'm i'm very curious to try this also with the um the dark cherry but you, I think you know this wine because it's one of my all-time favorite chocolate pairings. And it's called Brichetto d'Aqui. It comes from Piedmont, Italy, up in the northwest part of Italy. Brichetto is a grape. And acqui is this area within the Piedmont that's known for its dessert wines. And I don't know if you can see, but it is sparkling. Um, or what they call frizzante in Italy, which means semi-sparkling. Uh, It's got flavors of raspberry and rose and perfume, very perfumed. And it's said that um, Caesar and Cleopatra toasted with this wine during their legendary love affair. So I thought for Valentine's, it was so appropriate. And I always tell people, you know, when I'm describing this wine, it's like raspberry champagne, if you could imagine that. And so with the raspberries, I just thought, that's a no-brainer. I just can't. Uh, I can't not pick it.
1: Oh, wonderful!
0: Mm. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, <laughs> very nice. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> but again, I love that effervescence clearing the palate. The raspberry—you really almost get, you know, uh, just a confirmation of the raspberry because it's here and it's in the bar. Um the bar is lovely, just all on its own. It really is it's got texture and flavor. There's just so many things going on. i love that
1: yeah they're they're a really fun company and and um they did a um we have we have a cherry one and we have a hazelnut sea salt crisp and I think that they did i think it was like a sweet potato bar that we sold out of right away.
0: Oh, that's wow nice. this is yeah the Rosa Regale is the uh, is the name of the brichetto nice. it's about 23 twenty four dollars a bottle depending on where you get it and it's uh, big enough for two people to share <laughs> or maybe four who knows who knows but uh great so now um so for instance we love this tart red raspberry do you have several different things from this company typically or do you just try to have one from each brand?
1: Oh no, we usually do the full line. So okay. when we when we go for um, when we go for a brand and support it, we usually, you know, have in, in stock whatever they're they're really doing that year. Um, there are some very esoteric companies that only produce and you'll you'll relate to this um from the wine world um they'll only produce a certain chocolate bar like once a year Mm. so then you have to be on board and have to pre-order it and then they move on to other flavors throughout the year uh patrick chocolate works that way so you can't you can only it's limited edition and there are some bars that are even numbered with um, how many are in the limited edition so it gets pretty crazy
0: <laughs> it does so let me just orient people because I think it's so interesting so this bar is seven twenty nine is what I have written on mine, um, $7.29. But what I love about this experience versus um, you go to the grocery store and you get your big box of chocolates or your bag of whatever chocolate, um, which maybe is the same price or less than, than this bar, is that I can have this one, you know, just that one little square of this chocolate and really enjoy the flavors. It's really artisanal. And to me, that's enough. And then I'll have another little piece tomorrow. And then the next day, um, rather than feeling full and gross and like, oh, why did I have that huge candy bar? And th- these, I just, to me, this is just such a better way to enjoy chocolate. Uh, I, I don't know. How How do you explain that to people that aren't used to investing in quality chocolate like this? Right. I think that we've educated a lot of
1: people in the Baltimore area. And I think I think the whole country has come on board with this idea of going more for quality than quantity Mm -hmm. because it's so much more satisfying to have a little morsel of quality chocolate. You really are like, Hey, I'm good. You know, like that does it. And I think the idea of putting, um, honey or ginger or, or, um, dried, you know, freeze dried raspberry or, um, you know, all of these other flavors in there, they can really reduce the actual sugar that's in the chocolate. Mm -hmm. That's the whole idea behind the darker chocolate. It's so much, so much less um, sugar content. So you're really getting this, you know, this chocolate experience, um, that like, quote unquote isn't as bad for you. <laughs> and every you know, everything everything about, in moderation. <laughs> everything in moderation said Oscar Wilde. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> but I mean I'm with you to me it's a similar for wine because I'd rather have one glass of a wine that I love than a bottle of something that I just am not enjoying. You know, and, and so I think chocolate's the same way. I mean it's it's all about the experience. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: and people um People are on board with it. You know, I think we've had the shop for 13 years. And in the beginning, um, you know, some of the French companies in the European countries were crazy. They said we were crazy. Actually, they said we, we won't send it to America. You know, we would order certain things and we'd ask about certain dark chocolates. And they said, oh, the Americans, they won't, they won't buy it. So it's been quite a journey in that regard, but I think that there's been a lot of media around dark chocolate and, and a lot of stories about the, um, the healthy antioxidants and the flavonoids and all this Mm -hmm. great stuff that, that um, chocolate brings to the table. So there's, you know, there's been a lot more awareness and now we have our wonderful chocolate scouts that come, where they bring us chocolate, wow! And we've developed some real friendships in this in the store because people have brought um, wonderful chocolate that they—it's not available yet in Baltimore—and they've found it maybe in their travels. Wow! And, um, sometimes there's an actual bar in there, and sometimes it's just the package. <laughs> 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 didn't save us
0: chocolate to taste, but they didn't yeah. save yeah. It the package, and they tell us it's wonderful. And so, I know you go on scouting trips as well. Because last time we were together, you had just been to Brooklyn, which I don't think of as the chocolate capital of the world. But you it has
1: become, yeah. Yeah, you
0: showed me so many great small chocolatier chocolates from Brooklyn.
1: I've we've been to Brooklyn. We've been to Barcelona, Spain. Um, we go to Paris as often as we're we're able to. Um, there's, um, I'd love to go to Bruges. Belgium. That's, that's on, that's on the bucket list, but I haven't been there yet. They have, but you know, it's interesting because there are some cities and it's just pretty much traditional chocolate, classic chocolate flavors. There maybe isn't as much experimentation going on, but places like Brooklyn, it's nothing but. Right. That's, that's kind of, you know, what, what, if you go to, um, you know California. There's there's some strange stuff going on out there, and they're, they're <laughs> pushing the they're um you know they're pushing the limits there in e- in everything culinary. So we um, right. try to get out to San Francisco, and um, there are I think in northern but also in southern California there are there are a lot of young chocolatiers that are that are doing some experimentation. And what you find on the West Coast, which is so interesting, is more Influence like Asian influences, mm. so um, we carry um, a company called the Tea Room, and it's all lapsang souchong, and it's chai chocolate, and there, the, the wow. teas, roibus in in chocolate. So it's all it's a whole line of chocolate that is um, tea
0: infused. Ooh, lovely! You have, how many chocolates do you have in the shop? <laughs>
1: At any given time, probably um, 50 to 70 different brands or different types of chocolate, and we're always rotating. Um, We try to keep people's favorites in, but it's hard because there's always new chocolate, and we're very small, um, and it's very well vetted in here. But this year, I had to bring in, we have um, these little chocolate bottles similar to the liqueurs but they have Belgian beer in them lambic
0: Ooh. and
1: other Belgian beers inside of these little chocolate bottles. So we have these little miniature beer cases. And, um, so sometimes I just can't resist. The <laughs> thing is we have to find a way to fit it in here. We have, right. um, black vinegar, rice vinegar, actually, um, truffles that we're selling this Valentine's, um, yeah, we try to we try nice. to really like raise the bar every season.
0: Well, speaking of raising the bar, I am holding Nirvana.
1: <laughs> right? Chocolate Nirvana. So tell me about this. So this is a Belgian company and they're pretty phenomenal. Um they also do um just the most exquisite Marzipan. Um that's like um done by these amazing artists um, but this is a dark chocolate with cherries bar and it is um, fair trade certified 72% cacao um, Wow! with um, dried cherries in it and they're quite they're quite large the cherry chunks in this one is,
0: is I don't know if you can see that but the cherry right there love it and little gnomes on the front too adorable
1: nose mm-hmm. yes
0: and cherry blossoms so if you open a bar like this how long is it okay to eat oh you
1: mean once it's open the the shelf life um the darker the chocolate the longer the shelf life so just keep it in a cool dry place um, if you if you do refrigerate your chocolate expect to get a bloom on it which is the separation of the um, the cocoa butter fr- solids from the rest of the chocolate, so it doesn't hurt the chocolate. Um, it doesn't affect the taste, but it does. It is visually unappealing when you get when you see bloom on it.
0: That's so, like a white, like yeah, a white covering.
1: A little little white, um, almost looks like powdery on the top. Um, So a lot of people do put their chocolate in the refrigerator, but you really don't need to unless it has fresh ingredients like truffles. So truffles, if they have fresh milk in them and, um, a a center that has a, you know, a fresh cherry in it or, or something like that, you can refrigerate it, but really, really chocolate. Um, we have dark chocolate bars and you could have it in your cupboard for two years or a year. Um, I don't think any of these bars would last that long <laughs> right? in terms of,
0: uh, eating them. <laughs> well, you now I know this may sound totally crazy. People laugh when I say this, but if I find one like, by the way, Nirvana is delicious. It is. I love it. And it's really fun. Almost more fun with that. Bricketto. Uh, in some ways, I love that little cherry being in there. You know, it's just a little, uh, surprise. And, uh, I might keep that in my nightstand (laughs) next to my bed because sometimes I'm watching TV and I want to just have a little square of chocolate. That's my dessert while I'm just relaxing. Is that weird? And is it okay just in the nightstand like that? (laughs) Totally fine. Yeah.
1: I mean, you just don't want to have it in, in, you know, in the sun. It will melt in the sun. Um, I have, I have, I know quite, I have some friends and quite a number of people who they they have like a um their stash (laughs) stash has maybe like 30 bars in it and they just go to it and you know take a little nibble of this one or that one so um you know it's like their little treasure box and they just you know they yeah they keep it in the cupboard and um and it's just kind of their their go-to little little fun thing
0: um and in the, in the old days, my daughter only liked milk chocolate. Now she's 12, and she did get to have a little taste of the tart red raspberry, and she loved it. So now I really have to hide the chocolate. Oh, this, right. This would just be mommy's chocolate but now she's getting a surprise
1: how many kids have advanced palates and are eating dark chocolate now, which Mm -hmm. I think is wonderful. And I think the parents are, you know, really support that too. Right. Less sugar all around in their diets. But yeah, I think it's, I think it's great to kind of, um, you know, encourage that And, and they're more experimental in, in terms of, um, what they want to try. I love the little kids that come in here and are just little smarty pants about the chocolate, right. and the cow level and what they, what they, uh, what they like and don't like what their you know, their favorite exactly. flavors are. I think that's really fun.
0: Yeah. That's great. So, okay. We had a sparkling rosé with the um, saffron. Uh, I think that sparkling rosé would be really fun with the raspberry too. Uh, We had the Z Alexander Brown Cabernet with the pine, the Swiss pine from milk boy. And then uh, the Brachetto from Rosa Regale was great with the DeBrand raspberry and the Nirvana dark cherry. Um, and tell me what have you, I mean, of course, if you need a Valentine's gift, you can go to the website, mom, You can come into the shop in Hamden and pick out your gifts. Uh, but, What are you doing at the crepery to celebrate Valentine's or any time? The whole Valentine's
1: weekend, we have a special menu. We've just been developing it over the past weeks and we have this tuna pomodoro. We have just these really amazing crepes that that are sweet crepes, but we sell uh, just all these wonderful savory crepes as well. And, um, we even did a year of the monkey crepe. So that has <laughs> cashew butter, five spice, spicy honey um, mm. melted into a crepe. So it's kind of like a fun Asian Nutella, if you want to think of it that Ooh. way. So we, we have a lot of fun with the menu at the crepe shop. And we do incorporate the chocolate um, in a lot of our baked goods and also in our crepes we have a crepe called the Persian truffle so that has Belgian truffles actual truffles melted into the hot crepe and then a rose sauce and mm. candied fennel the little sanf candy that's at the end of an Indian meal there's a little multi Though so, um, the candied fennel gets sprinkled, um, inside the crepe too. And so it's kind of crunchy and you have the aroma of the rose sauce and the lovely melted chocolate truffle in the crepe. Are you salivating yet? What? <laughs> <laughs> I need one. <laughs> so that's happening. Um, uh, we open at 9am at the crepery and we're seven days a week at the shoes and chocolate shop at my shoe shop. And, um, Sunday morning, um, I'll be on TV talking about all these wonderful new exotic flavors and how to navigate your way through the chocolate world. But everyone that works here um, really will give you just the best tour of the entire shop whenever you come. And um, if you want to come, usually we're open later till 9 p.m. on these first Friday nights. So that's the first Friday of every month, and that's really fun because then the, the samples are all over all over the store. And great, um, we'll have to have do something with you because I we know have a little something to imbibe with it. Um, sometimes we get really corny and do. Do crazy cocktails, but it would be fun to do
0: um, absolutely tasting too. And if you come to get chocolates right around the corner, you have the wine source, so you can always stock up on both, which is great too. So if you want to try these pairings, you can achieve that very easily for Valentine's weekend. Susanna Steiger uh, from Mont Petit Shoe, uh, as well as the Crapery. thank you so much for being on the Sipping Point. This was all so delicious. I hope I gave you some ideas for some pairings. You did. And you always have me on the cutting edge of chocolate, and I love that. So thank you so much. Um, check her out at mapetiteshoe.com. And uh, just have a very happy Valentine's. You as well, Lori. This was really fun. And Cheers. a bientot. All right. <laughs> This is Lori Forster, The Wine Coach. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Sipping Point, where we explore the recipe for a delicious life. I want to stay in touch with you, so I hope you'll find me on Twitter or Instagram at The Wine Coach. Or just type in The Wine Coach in Facebook and you're going to find me immediately. I'm always looking to connect with great wine lovers like you. And I want your ideas for future shows. You can find me on the web at thewinecoach.com. And I'm here to help you demystify wine one glass at a time. Cheers.